Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. I want to challenge each of us here this morning to leave our past and truly commit ourselves to our future. To, to, to leave the hurts, to leave the fears, to leave the guilt, to leave the failings, and to dream again to go towards. Because the Bible says that the way of the righteous winds upwards. Our lives should never have been same old, same old. We should, you know, it says in Hebrews, we're not of those that shrink back. I don't continually go back to 1993 when I wrapped the car around the pole and I messed up. I, I move forward in life. I look beyond what's been and what's, what I haven't achieved, and I look towards what God calls me to do. It says we're, we're of those that press forward. We're of those that apprehend and take a hold of the future. Uh, and, and I kind of want to be a little, a little bit like a, a thorn in the saddle to us this morning, and perhaps for the year going ahead, I want to challenge you to be bigger tomorrow. I want to challenge you to dream beyond what you know to date, because God is able. And it says in Ephesians that he's, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we would ask or imagine. So what, could, what are you asking for? What can you imagine? God wants to do more than that in your life. And you might be in a situation right now, I, I was driving back, I left the Gold Coast at 4.30 this morning and somebody had messaged me overnight saying I need to talk to you. And I spoke to somebody that was semi-suicidal and wanting out of their situation. And for an hour, I, just, I felt like I just got a download from God for them. But I thought it's so easy to check out and it's so easy to give up. And I want to challenge you this year, don't give up. It says in Isaiah, it says, those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They'll rise up on wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and will not faint. If you wait on God this year, you'll be strengthened for the journey ahead. Psalm 84.5 says, Blessed are those whose strength is in you who have set their heart on pilgrimage. The life that we live is a journey. It's not a, I'm here and then I'm there. It, it's a journey of discovery. It's a journey of victory. It's a journey of, of dreaming and dreaming again. And that's what I want to challenge us around this morning. And I truly believe that 2019 can be a year of open doors for every single person in this room. And you might go, yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. I know, yep, I know. Open doors, fantastic. God bless you. Awesome. Open doors. I love open doors. I hate shut doors. Open doors are better. This year can be a year of open doors for your life. And, and it's what we dream about. It's what we believe for. The Bible says all things are possible to those who believe. And in Matthew 7, starting in verse 7, it says this. It says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you for everyone. Everybody say everyone. everyone. Now the rest of the everyone say everyone. 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 Every, everyone means everyone. It's not the super saints. It's not the pastors. It's not the Bible college graduates. It's everyone. Anybody that seeks God, anybody that calls on the name of the Lord, anybody that steps out in faith can live with open doors before them this year. And sometimes we just need to engage. And I was telling this person this morning, you need to stop comparing because you're comparing with everybody else's highlight reels. And they're smiling despite the pain, taking a photo and then going back and crying in a corner. And you think they've got the perfect life. Faith carries us beyond what we know to what has been promised, but we need to keep stepping out and walking out. It says, everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks the door will be open to them. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone, or if, you, if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If then you, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? 
Now, I'm not a perfect dad, but I think I'm a, a pretty good dad. And everything within me is to bless my kids. I want to provide for them. I want to protect them. I want to give opportunity to them. The Bible says my best is evil compared to what God wants to do. If you compare the greatest dad on the planet to God, his actions and intents look evil compared to... God wants to bring good things into your life. God wants 2019 to be the greatest year of your life. What that looks like, I don't know. What the, the, that journey and how that outworks itself, I don't know. But what I do know is that God is good. He loves you and He, want to br- he wants to bring good gifts into your life. And I need that as the filter for my year ahead, that when I'm walking through a challenge or a storm, I remember this isn't God's will. He's a good and loving Father that wants good things to come. So He wants to bless my life. I should just keep walking because all things work together for my good. He sees the end from the beginning and He says, it's going to work out for good. Just keep walking. It doesn't look good. It doesn't feel good. It's not convenient. It's not comfortable. Just keep walking. You're going to get beyond what is to what's been promised. Amen. Come on, let's put our hands together for the Lord. So at the beginning of 2019, what doors are you knocking on? Are you knocking on any doors? Or have you gone, no, you know what, it's going to be like last year. Or it's, I, don't want, I don't want this year to be like last year. In fact, I don't want this year to be like any other year I've ever had. I want it to be bigger and better and more touched of heaven, more favored, more blessed. I just want to walk in what God's promised for my life. Everybody else can say, I don't want that. I'm, I'm taking it. I'm taking every single thing the Bible says I can have. And I'm going to walk in victory. And I'm going to walk strengthened of heaven and blessed of God. And I'm going to walk with peace in my soul through the storm, through the challenge, through the heartache, through the break. Whatever it is, I'm going to keep walking because God is with me. And His Word says, He never leaves us nor forsakes us. So I want you, as I'm speaking this morning, to take a hold of these vision and dream cards as an individual, as a couple, as a family, I want you to start to write down the deepest desires of your heart. Because the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. When we delight ourselves in Him, we say, Dad, when Noah comes to me and says, Dad, I really would love a new surfboard. I don't slap him around the head and say, you're, you're, you're a goose, man, you've already got one. I know it snapped, I know we accidentally ran over it, but you've already got one, that's enough. I'm like, come on, mate, what, let's plan together for how we can get you a new board. When Zach comes and says, somebody's stolen my skateboard, I don't say, you know, chastise. I I say, mate, let's work out how God wants to bring things into your world that you don't currently have. He wants you to bring it to him as your heavenly father so he can strategize and make a way with you for how it can be. And, you know, Vision Sunday, we, we come and we talk about what we want as a church. And the reality is, as a church, we want to get a building. As a church, we want to do more for charity in 2019 than we did in the previous years. We, we want to have speakers through, and, and, and we're going to do all of these things. But as I was thinking through today, I thought, you know what, as, as the pastor of this church, I really want to focus on you. I want to focus on your family, on your finances, on your passions, on your health, because when all those things are working together, as a church, we'll grow. As a church, we'll get the building, we'll impact. I want you blessed. I want you favored of heaven, and I want to push you into more faith this year. You know, I, I want to I challenge you in your beliefs. And then when you tell me what you believe, I want to challenge you to act upon what you believe. I want you to step out this year and be more than you were last year. I want more joy in your life. I want more peace in your life. I want you to reflect the glory of God in the earth because that's what you're created for. Amen? Amen. 
Proverbs 15 says, the way of the righteous winds upwards. But here's the thing I do know, it doesn't matter, it really doesn't matter what I want this year and it doesn't matter what you want this year. It matters what you'll commit yourself to achieving. It doesn't matter what you want. You can be hoping for things, you can be desiring things, you could be looking on and I wish, I, it doesn't, wishing doesn't do it. What are you willing to do this year in line with the visions and dreams that you're writing down to see them become a reality? What, what are you willing to, because it will cost you something. A vision will always cost us something. Yes, God, God partners with us. He doesn't just drop in our lap. God partners and, and His strength comes upon our actions. So what I step in is an indication to God that that's what I believe. God, I, I verbalize this, but now I'm going to act in accordance to what I've just said. Because it says, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. Uh, but I have to step out in what I say I believe so God can be God. Amen? Asking, seeking, and knocking. I just want to focus on four areas before we pray over all our visions and dreams this morning that are essential for, for vision in our life if we're to walk through a year with open doors. Does that make sense? I, I see these things as essential. They may not necessarily jump at us, but I think they're essential. If we want to walk through a year with open doors, this is what we need. And I just want to read out what Pete shared before. Proverbs 19, 18 from the Amplified Version. It says, where there is no vision... No revelation of God and His Word. The people are unrestrained, but happy and blessed is he who keeps the law of God. Without a vision, my people perish. You have to have a vision in front of you, otherwise you'll always return to the past. If you're not looking at what you want to be and what you want to achieve and what you want life to look like, you'll always look back at where you've been. And, and I don't know, it's human nature that we generally re revert to negative more so than positive. I've shared it before that I can have a you know, one good thing go or a hundred good things going on and one bad thing, and I look at the bad thing. I'm not focused on the hundred good things, the blessing that's in my world. I'm looking on the one negative thing. It's like if I could just shift my focus. I, I hope to help us shift our focus. You're here this morning. You're breathing air. You've got food in your belly. I'm, I'm pretty certain none of us slept out on the street last night. We've got a roof over our heads. Life may not be exactly what I want it to be, but it's good. We, we, we're blessed. We live on the Sunshine Coast and God is with us and for us. So the first area of life that we need to have vision is, is for our calling. You're not just your job. You're not just your bank balance. You're not just the car you drive or the relationship status that you have, or you're not just the kids that you have. You are called of God, created by the God of eternity with purpose and intent. There is a unique calling on your life that only you can fulfill. God has a mission for your life. You know, your mission, should you choose to accept it, that we, I can't live somebody else's life. I can't have faith for somebody else. Somebody else can't have faith for me. I have to live my life and outwork the, the vision and mission that God has for me. The only way I get that is to seek Him and to say, God, because it says, for I know the plans and purposes I have for you, declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope, but it's unique to you. And God, there, there are people out there waiting to be touched because you've got a mission. There's people out there waiting to find heaven on earth because you have a mission. And I love what it says here in Colossians 1, starting in verse 12, it says, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sins. He's the image of the invisible God, 
the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and on earth, visible and is invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. This is the verse I want to get to. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. He's the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have preeminence. You hold such value to God that he thought about you, he created you, and he has a vision for your life. That the first thing we need to do, if we want to walk through open doors in 2019, is say, God, let me see myself as you see me. Not how somebody else has described me, not how a past relationship went, not how, you know, my business is, is looking. God, show me how you see me. Because when you see yourself as God sees you, you rise. You, you will live an enlarged life. You will live bigger than yourself. And I don't know about you, I don't want to be limited to me, to my intellect, to my strength, to my ability, to my, op- my opportunity. I want to live the God. I want to live in the miracle zone. And John 4, 4 says, greater is you. You've overcome the world because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The enemy may be lying to you. People may be conspiring against you, but nothing can stop a man or woman of God that knows the God vision for their life and is on fire. Can I encourage you? Just seek him for his vision for your life and step it out in faith. Amen? Second thing is your connection. Your connection. So the first thing is your calling. The second thing is your connection. What you connect yourself to in life is really important. Who you connect yourself to in life is really important. So I want to talk, you've got to get a vision. Do you have a vision for what you're connected to? Or do you just acquiesce to life as it happens and the toing and froing of, of every day, the ebb and flow of life? Because it's really important your connection to God, your connection to His calling, your connection to His house, and your connection to His people. It's really important. And in John 15, starting in verse 5, it says this. He says, I'm the vine and you're the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he's cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire. They're burned. But if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask whatever you desire and it shall be done for you. And by this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, then you will be my disciples. When we connect ourselves to God, everything works. I see so many people spinning plates and juggling balls and running frantically around trying to make life work. And God says, if you connect yourself to me, you'll bear the fruit that you desire. I heard a saying once that a, a tree's struggle is not to bear fruit. A tree's struggle is to find water. It puts its root system down. And, and I've worked with Nick on houses where we've, we've had big machinery and we're trying to dig up, you know, take a tree out. And, and a root system's 80 meters away. As we're pulling with this machine roots out and, and a trunk out of the ground, for 80 meters, roots are coming. And you're seeing the ground rippling and because it's seeking out water. It's, and this tree's 100 years old and 40 meters tall, and it's, but it spread its roots out. The, the greatest thing you will ever do is commit yourself to the house of God. Commit yourself to the plan of God. Commit yourself to, to God the Father. Let your roots go down deep into the, the water of, of the Holy Spirit. Let Him sustain you, then your life will bear fruit. It's not in the seeking of how do I make this happen. It's in God, I know you can, so I believe. So as we connect ourselves to Him, and vision always outworks itself through connection. 
And I love just how definitive and clear the Word of God is. If you're not connected to me, you can do nothing. And I love what Pete said. It's, it's a futile exercise to dream apart from God because he is, he is our dream machine. The Holy Spirit coming upon our heart, coming upon our mind, enables us to dream and see what we haven't yet been able to see. And as I said, God is for you. He's a good and loving God that wants to pour out his favor and blessing upon your life. The third thing is this, is uh, your contribution. You need to get a vision for how you can contribute in life. We weren't put on this planet just to consume. You are created as a producer. You are created as one that can produce after their own kind. And he says, you're made in my image. You're filled with my spirit. And I want you to get a vision for your life that is beyond yourself. How can you contribute? And it's a question I ask myself, Christian, are you just a consumer or are you a producer? Do you take what you have and do you produce more or do you just consume? If I've got a bag of seeds, a bag of wheat, and I just make bread out of that and eat, the, eventually the bag runs out. But if I take seeds and I plant those seeds, I get more of what I have. God wants you to take of your talents, take of your giftings, take of your dreams and sow them so there can be more. He wants you to give and not just consume. And, and I want to encourage you this morning that you being here in church, you being a part of this community, makes it what it otherwise couldn't be. This church isn't just services. This church is a family functioning together. This church is people coming alongside each other, strengthening each other, sowing into other people's lives, pitching vision and then, then outworking it alongside brothers and sisters beside them. Amen? You know, in Ephesians 4.16, it says, He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. Is there any perfect people in the building? Pete nearly put his hand up. He's just a little scratch of the head. There's no perfect person on the planet. There is no sinless person. There's no, but, but God says, I make you fit together perfectly to achieve in Noosa, to achieve on the Sunshine Coast, to achieve in Australia and abroad what I want to achieve in the earth. You look like Jesus. Have you got a vision of that? Have you got a, a vision of the fact that God wants to use you? and that you can contribute. You don't just have to take. I would hate the thought that I'm ever considered someone that just takes, that is just looking for opportunity, that is just looking to consume. I want to give far more than I ever get. I, want, I just want to keep pouring out because that's what, what God did for us. When he didn't have, he poured out. He didn't hold back. He poured out and said, well, I'll give my son and, I, and I'll give more love and I'll give more grace and I'll give more mercy. And, and, and he poured out. I want to encourage us this morning in line with what you're writing down, get a vision for what you can contribute. Because when every part plays its part, this goes on to say, the body grows. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps. See, there's no menial task in the kingdom. Sometimes we think, well, I'm, I'm just setting up chairs, or I'm, I'm just driving the van, or I'm, I'm just singing on stage, or, and I'm not the preacher, or I'm not this, or I'm not. There is no menial task. Is that there's a special work for us to do that shifts and change lives. And, and as Melissa was saying before, if, if you're not on music team and you can sing or play an instrument, why don't you come and sign up? If you're not on set up and pack down roster, why don't you help us out with that or with kids or with whatever area it is, hospitality and connect leading, whatever it looks like, why don't you come and say, you know what, I want to be a part of, I want to play my part so the body grows. Amen? There's space for you here. And Melissa and I, our heart is that you would find your place in the space. You would find that your passions would come alive, that, that giftings would surface in your life and that you would start to find fulfillment in that. When I'm doing, when I'm in my sweet spot, 
when I'm, when I'm passionate about something, it's not ever hard. It, it's, it's a joy, and I grow in it. I go, come on, let's just keep doing more of this. Amen? And the fourth thing is your community. Have you got a vision for life beyond Sunday? Have you got a vision? Like, do you, do you, is, this, is this your word, and is this your prayer time? This 30-minute, 60-minute, 90-minute window? Or do you have a vision? Because today is about celebrating God and His goodness. Tomorrow is about releasing the power in the community, releasing power at my place of work, releasing power in my school. I need to have a vision that's bigger than this. I need to have a vision that's bigger than just coming to church on Sunday. This, this is where I celebrate, and then I go out and do the work of Christ in the community. I spoke to people about Jesus in the car this week. I spoke to people about Jesus at a funeral this week. I spoke people on the phone. It's like the, the, right here is not the be-all and end-all. Right here is the place of empowerment where I am encouraged and inspired to go out and be what Christ has called me to be. And our Christianity is never for today. Sorry, it, it, it's, it's, it's for tomorrow. It's for Monday. It's for Tuesday. It's for Wednesday. And, and what we do now is for then. What we're doing right now is for then. You can be a bright, shining light. The Bible says that you're a, a light on a hill. It says you're, you're salt, that, that you, you flavor the world around you. But I have to have a vision for that. And I can say to you, write it down, that you want a million dollars in the bank and you want to get a boat and you want to do this and you want to do that, but that's so limiting. God wants to exceed that. God wants to do more in the natural and the physical than we could ever ask, dream, or imagine. But he, he says, will you carry people in your heart? Will you carry my purposes to the earth? Will you see healing and redemption and forgiveness and grace flow from your life? Because he wants to come upon you this morning, filling you with visions and dreams so that you can go out and reflect him in society. And I don't know about you, I've, I've had some visions and dreams over the years and God every time has fulfilled them. Every time he's done them. I can't take the credit for it because I'm not smart enough and I didn't have the resources for it. And I didn't, you know... God creates opportunities, and as we dream and we place them before Him, He always brings them to pass. I need to finish, don't I? I'm going to be very quick on this last little bit. Have you written down your visions and your dreams? Because we're going to come and pray over those in a minute. Your life is meant to be a mirror of your beliefs. Your life should look like what you believe. What we say out of our mouth, we should act, it's, it's called congruency. When I live out what I believe, and so often I hear people say things, I'm wonderfully well and blessed and highly favored of the Lord. And then they live like they're in the pit of hell. Our circumstances won't always line up exactly, but when I walk believing that what I've said is God's will for my life and I step that out every day, I start to find that the, the paths start to converge. 2018 may have been a hellish year. 2017 may have been a rocky year. 2015, I'm telling you, God wants to do a new thing. That's what his word says. Behold, I do a new thing. You can step into a new thing. And I wanted to ask this question this morning. What's holding you back? What's stopping you living the life that God created you for? Identify that. Take that thing down. It says we can take every thought captive. Take those thoughts captive. Say, you know what? I'm victorious. I am an overcomer. I rise because I wait on God. And the thing is this, is it lack of vision? Because if it's lack of vision that's holding you back, Acts 2.17 says, It shall come to the pass in the last days, says the Lord, that I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. So if it's a lack of vision, just say, God, I need more vision. 
I need more spirit. I need more of your touch in my life. If it's fear, Philippians 4 says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ. Is it guilt? Is guilt holding you back this morning? Did you do something in the past that you're, you're feeling guilty about? Because in Psalm 103, it says, The Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. He will not constantly accuse you nor remain angry forever. He will not punish you for all of your sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. His unfailing love towards those who fear him is great as the height of the heavens is above the earth. He has removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. If you did something wrong in your past, just repent, leave it behind, and move forward. Don't let something that happened 25 years ago stop you living the life that God has created you for. He's merciful and gracious. He's forgiven you once and forever. Move forward. Don't go back to it. Keep moving forward. You can't change what happened, so don't carry it. You can't change it. It's there. Move forward. Uh, other people, because with... God, all things are possible. Stop listening to those that say you can't. Stop complying with somebody else's opinion. St dream again. Dream again and move forward. Are your circumstances, because in Matthew 21, it says, Jesus answered and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, uh, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also I say to you, to, if you say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever things you ask for in prayer, believing that you receive them, you will have them. Your circumstances may look impossible right now. Speak to that circumstance. Speak to that mountain. Tell it what it's going to be and believe God that he's able to do it. Amen. The last one is this, and we're going to come around and pray over these prayer requests, but are you stopping you fulfilling the God dream for your life. Is, you know, there's fear, there's guilt, but, it, but it's you. Is it, is it your head? Is it your emotions? It says in uh, Matthew 16, 25, it says, whoever desires to save his life will, must lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Get out of the way and let God. Get out. You can't do it. You're not enough. You're not big enough. You're not strong enough. You're not smart enough. There's not enough resourcings that at your, your availability, but there is with God. Get out of the way. Take your hands off the wheel. Don't be a backseat driver. Just say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. The Bible says if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. We can dream all we like, but if I'm stubborn and indignant and not doing what God asked me to do, I'll never see or have what God wants me to have. But when I just go, God, I got nothing. I tried everything. I gave it a best shot. I give it to you. He says, thank you. What does the word say? It says, cast your cares upon me because I care for you. God wants to take your dreams. He wants to take your desires. He wants to take the visions of your heart, the things that you hold dearest. He wants to take a hold of those things and make them so much more and pour them back into your life because he's a good and loving father that withholds nothing from his children. If we stand to our feet, take our prayer cards, and I, I'm going to get Melissa to come and lead us in this part of the service. But Habakkuk 2, as Melissa shared, says, The Lord answered and said, Write the vision down and make it plain that he may run who reads it. A vision will always energize you towards the future. 
when we don't have vision, there's, there's a lack of energy, there's a lack of drive. But I'm telling you, I see world changers. I see history makers. I see overcomers. I see giant slayers in this room that have walked the journey, that have faced some storms, that have had some enemies, but you're still here. You are still here and you're moving towards your best day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.